0: happy saturday it is levac and guys good morning a lot of uh, sports headlines for you today of course i want to thank my good friends over at tech east fire and water restoration your best way back normal check them out online tefirewater.com heard a lot of sirens down the hill last night hopefully they were fired followed by you know tech east trucks to help everybody out that's that's my dream is a tech east truck to fire follow every fire truck and flood and just be there to help that's that's the dream that's the goal we're living for, buddy. How you doing, guys? Are you in your parents' bedroom again?
1: No, this is again. I'd like to remind you: this is not my parents' bedroom. This is my former bedroom back in Syria. Because I have a fantasy football draft today here in Central New York, so I'm back in the wonderful three one five preparing for my draft. I'm wearing the league on our visual side. You can see I'm wearing the league's polo I got last year. It looks did like they make bowling. one in your
0: size. Yes, <laughs> they
1: did. Bowling shirt, it's but like, I do like the shirt.
0: It's like a Steelers shirt. It's like you look like you're wearing Steelers colors.
1: Yeah, it is black and golden and yellow, black and yellow. I should know that. Wiz when, Khalifa, black and yellow.
0: When you put that on, do they not let you near bathrooms when co-eds are in bars because it's Steelers colors? <laughs> is that like a thing? I would think it's a thing. No.
1: Can you imagine how fast Ben Roethlisberger would have been? You know, I did not think we were going to go that way. How different the world would have been 15 years ago with Roethlisberger, right? right. Like the Watson thing. My God, what a different <laughs> world we live in
0: now. Ro- Roethlisberger is like preying on people who have to pee. And he got like basically nothing, compared to what Watson's getting to. I mean, Watson's a scumbag too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not saying it's a less or more scumbag. They're probably level scumbaggery. Like they're probably on the same level of scumbaggery. And you know, Watson gets 11 games, five million dollar fine, and the world is freaking out. To this day, you bring up Ben Roethlisberger, you know, driving his motorcycle into an old woman's car, and then that woman getting death threats from the fine people of Schittsburg and and you know you're you're an evil person so screw ben roethlisberger i hope my words hurt him so bad he's in an air cast right now oh my leg oh, oh mean words oh. Mm.
1: i didn't feel like we we're gonna go with the watson thing to start but I'm, i kind of want to just get it out of the way with because i just want this to be said. over <laughs> want it to be over doesn't it feel like a Would bad day it rubs
0: you the wrong way
1: where's that chime where's that roadcaster hit that button <laughs>
0: It's in the box over here.
1: <laughs> it feels like a reality show now at this point where Watson comes back for his first game against Houston. I mean,
0: I mean, look, look oh what are God. doing yeah, here? That's well, that's that's you know damn well that they're sitting around the room and they're going, all right. Well, if we go a full season, we're gonna get pushback. All right, but if we keep it at six, we're gonna get pushback. Yeah. Let's make it let's make it 10 games, and then somebody looks over and goes. But if we make it 11, his first game back will be against Houston. Everybody's like, yeah, Johnny, good job. F morals. Let's get that dollar about like We're going to do the best ratings all season on that game. Oh, it's going to be great.
1: $5 million fine, too. Like, that's good guy versus bad guy. Nothing says the good guy quit. Like the Houston Texans who orchestrated some of these massages. Okay. And okay. I'm still convinced that and the lawyer connected with the – owner of the Texans immediately when Watson wanted to be traded. So nobody's a good person, but tune in no, this no. week.
0: but our marketing crew has really figured out how to take this tragedy and turn it into something great. You know, we're 24 women, how about 24 million viewers when he plays his old team, the Houston Texans? Check it out. <laughs> yeah, Close. it is, it is scummery. But like, it's, it, is, it is interesting that like, I don't think there's a single person in the world who believes that was not a factor in how long his suspension was going to be like, again, it's, it was, all right, the judge, we bring in this arbiter, we put this new system in place. You can piss and moan all you want. It's a brand new system. You can't really use it uh, against the old system. It's six games. Everybody goes, Nope, no, 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 no. Full season. Everybody goes, Nope, no, 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 no. And then I've never seen an 11 game suspension before. Like it just doesn't, like it's almost always a round number right it's always like you know all right 12 games 10 games i've never seen 11 before someone legitimately went if we make it 11 we get this great other story going
1: the whole thing stinks too like from the start of it the nfl kept constantly saying the reporters who are hey uh the nfl wants them for a full game season like he wants all 17 done in the regular season yeah of course they're gonna say that like what a Oh, the NFL said only four game after the Ray Rice stuff. The NFL knows it's so much more about the PR. How do they look? How does the public perception feel about the league and how they handle issues like this than what they morally feel like is best for their business? Of course not. And now look, the Goodell criticism was, hey, uh, Roger Goodell can't be the judge, jury and executioner. So they figured that out in the par- bargaining chips and agreements. So they got changed. But hey, we're still going to pick the judge who's actually going to do it.
0: All right. I mean, well you, and don't you, forget and don't forget if I decide to appeal that judge, I can put myself back in charge. Yeah. So I'll let you do this, but if you don't do it the way I like, I'm just going to do it myself again anyway. And I have that in writing. And you And by the way, the players association agreed to all of this. So it's not like it's not like, you know, they, they you sit and be like, "Wait, that was in there too?" Like no one told us there was a page 12. Like it, come on.
1: How much are people complaining? We'll decide what we do after the amounts of complaints. Just don't forget right. to download the NFL Plus app and like us on Twitter.
0: Get your season tickets now. Uh, you know the the part that bothers me the most in all of this is not the eleven games. Eleven games. Eleven games is a, is a hefty. It's a hefty penalty. Like for something that we still don't really even know all the details. Like a little bit's leaked here, a little bit leaked there. Eleven games is a, is, a, is a good is a good slap what I hate is that they still got away with shielding his money because with the contract they gave him, it's the highest guaranteed contract in the history of the NFL. They $1 million in his first year. So he wouldn't even, he wouldn't even have lost a million dollars for an 11 game suspension. Now the rest of his, his contracts, like 46 something, I think a year, so a five million dollar penalty, okay, that's a little bit better, but at least look at what he was making on his old contract and say, okay, if we suspended you for eleven games, even on your old contract, you would have lost eighteen million dollars. I'm, I'm I'm making up a number. I don't I, I I know I know it's more than a million a game. You would have lost eighteen to twenty million dollars. That's your freaking penalty. That's your fine. That's what you're going to pay
1: percentages of your salary that's a good way to view it right hey if that 18 million dollars would have been 40 percent of your salary whatever it is
0: yeah makes sense because again you you built you built this contract and and much like i just said if you're the players association you knew that you left this wiggle room in for goodell if you're the owners you got to feel really stupid that you left this wiggle room in for the players association where a team can write a contract like this but but the reason that you're going to see i think in some way shape or form major pushback on all this is all the other owners hate the Browns right now. All of them hate them because a fully guaranteed contract of that size means every guy who comes up for a contract from here now is going to go, that's what I want. That's my deal. That's what I want. So watch watch what happens to the Browns. Every chance, they are not going to be welcome at Jerry Jones' cookout. It's just not going to happen.
1: No, no. The Browns are going to be hated. By the way, the Browns are in action tomorrow. Watson... Is still eligible to play in the preseason, so I know Jacksonville fans gave him a rude or maybe some people saying deserved reaction when he made his preseason debut. Uh, we got three New York teams, LeVac, back-to-back-to-back to back days. Today, Sunday, and Monday, all in preseason action. Before we talk about what, if anything, preseason week two means, let's give a shout-out to our friends over at Johnstone Supply and Troy. A fantasy football draft coming up in two weeks. We had all our fantasy football content out there more football on the way we got some baseball coming up And johnstone supply and troy has been a big part of the reasons why i've got all this great coverage throughout the summer shout out 518-272-5922 that is their number call them weekdays to find out what you need to help out your home whether it's that new ac unit the furnace the boiler or maybe those tools for those summer projects 518-272-5922 518-272-5922 or johnstone supply ny on facebook George is our guy, man. Kev and Fish and everybody over there has been helping people improve their homes and improve what's around their homes. And do those projects, the Catler Region in Upstate New York for decades, and now they can do the same for you. Go out and support our friends over at Johnstone Supply in Troy this summer and find the upgrade that you need. Johnstone Supply in Troy.
0: Yes, indeedy. I got. I got to. Um, I got to get a big ladder. I don't. The bat issues have not completely subsided
1: <laughs> you just um, tell me about. i know you texted me the other day i have not heard more details about the new bat issue i might personally yeah. send this clip to george to take care of this by the way
0: <laughs> yeah um well you know the first one like i'm you get up in the middle of the night like 3 a.m go to the bathroom bats buzzing flies in my room cat's gone she's no help she's just she's like screw you fat man you're on your own um was it? it was it was uh tuesday night hard knocks right so i'm um, i'm getting ready to watch hard knocks i'm laying in my room because i'm like exhausted but i want to watch hard knocks because i don't want to hear all the the dan Campbellisms the next day i want to hear them when they happen and i happen to look up so like if you're in my house so like if this is my bedroom door right here my bathroom door is right here so it's like just 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 off each other i happen to look up and this mother effer is flying right at me like it's to the point where I like, like it was a very manly. It was a manly shriek, but it was just, it was like, a, ah, like, 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 and it, it veers. And now it's circling my room. Now it's circling. So I leap into action, grab a lacrosse stick. I begin to just tell this bat everything it's done wrong in its life. Um, like legitimately, my neighbors think I'm having a fight with a person. And it was just like, I let your friend go. I let him live. You're, I'm going to make an example of you. Like I'm yelling at him. <laughs> um, I then was able to, once again, catch the bat with lacrosse stick. So I catch the bat. I cradle it once. I, f- I have the bathroom window open. So I try to flip it straight out. Hits the window. Goes to the floor. Comes right back at me. Now it's on again. Now it's mad. <laughs> so I catch it again. I, I like I try to get out the window. I still can't. Like It's coming out of the thing. It's fighting me. Now it lands on the floor. And it looks up at me. And it's like, and making these noises, and I, so I just I literally like, freaking scoop right out the window, right out the window with them. But uh, then my buddy came over and put a new um, a new basket. It's like a it's a heavy duty screen that goes over the the vent. The next day I look up and the vent is clicked. It's like they're still trying to get in. They're still trying oh, to get in. No. So I might need a big ladder to get out there and really secure that vent. I might, I might need a fat guy ladder for that one. So, forget about That's the Albany about
1: Firewolves. Bat lacrosse is the new sport. Box lacrosse, saw, eh? Bat I lacrosse. I saw George
0: yes. uh I saw him uh, you know, just the other day in the office, and I'm like, bro, my stick skills are solid. Like, I'm ready. If you need me to get back in there and, and just, you know, one, one or, two, one or one or two lines here and there, just to help out, I'll do it. I I'll, t- I'll, tell you this too. You going to put me in that goal. I promise you that when we get in a fight on the Sports Center, we won't lose. Like, I'll win that fight. Like, that's that's why I'm out there, is to beat that other dude's ass. I'll block also, a couple shots, and I'll beat that dude's ass. Did he sign
1: you on the spot? This is what we need?
0: No, he um he rolled his eyes at me like he used to, uh, and then invited me to play in the Firewolves uh, uh, golf tournament. So, oh, at full yeah. price, of course. But still, it's um, <laughs> coming business, up man. September something or other.
1: I saw George for the first time, I didn't realize, in about two and a half years in person. Wow. Because he goes, The last, you know, the last time I saw you was pre COVID and your wife was pregnant. I'm like, Wow, that's probably <laughs> right. Yeah, crazy. So, at least he a wasn't man. a jerk
0: like me and said, Last time I saw you was right before your wife got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs>
1: back to the freeze season action less about my wife. And that Um, action,
0: (laughs) pre-baby action.
1: uh, (laughs) uh, Tonight, we have a New York team in action. That's the Buffalo Bills. I say tonight. It's a 1 o'clock kickoff for the Bills Mafia. So Bills Mafia is going to get started in Western New York in a few hours. Here we're live at 1045 on a Saturday. Tomorrow, the Giants, 7 o'clock against the Bengals, and then a Monday night football matchup between the Falcons and the Jets. Of those three New York teams, and maybe the answer is even. I'll allow that on a rarity here when you have to do a multiple choice. Who of the New York teams is Week Two of the preseason most important for? Jets, Bills, Giants, or neither of
0: the three? For for the team or for me personally?
1: Ooh, um, I don't know where that follow up question is. So I'm going to let you go and uh, well, both. For, I want to know for now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for the team, I, I think it's I think it's the Giants right now because you you and I have had the luxury of seeing how Brian Dable and the Bills staff will bring a quarterback along. So I think if there's any chance of Daniel Jones being even a passable quarterback, he needs as many, you know, huddle breaks and everything like that, everything he can do. So I think, I think for teams, it's the giants for me personally, it's the Buffalo bills because I think this is the year. I think this is the absolute best bills team of my lifetime. And I was alive for Jim Kelly and the K gun. Um, So I really want to see – I want to see the guys who fill in for two to three weeks when the the other guys are hurt because I think if they have those guys – because you know, a 17-game regular season, you know, Diggs is going to miss a week or two. Gabe Davis is going to miss a week. There's going to be injuries, right? So I want to see the depth in the Bills because if they have the guys that can, you know, in a two- to three-week span do enough to, you know, only only lose one of those games – then I'm, I might go ahead and just lock them in as my Super Bowl pick this year.
1: Ooh, a little tease for next week's football show. I like it. Very good. Uh, I'm not just saying this because he is a Jet fan. He also just noted that Todd McCloskey, where's your suit and tie today? i <laughs> I didn't realize how many shows in a row I've actually done that, especially with the Empire Weekend shows too. So, yeah, I'm wearing my fantasy Nerd. football. Bowling. Nerd.
0: I will go I've with got, lines. Like, I've got big meetings in like two weeks. And I was like, God, do I have to get a jacket? And Mike Quarter is like, have I ever made you wear a jacket to anything? I'll call ahead and tell them you're not wearing a jacket. Just wear a clean <laughs> shirt. I'm like, all right, I can play. I can do that.
1: Look respectable. That's right. You don't yeah. need to do the jacket. I don't
0: even look either. respectable. Just be me but clean, you know.
1: Uh the answer is the Jets still for me here. Because I know we're post Zach Wilson and post in the sense of he's not gonna play for the rest of the preseason. He's maybe gonna get that start against Baltimore in week one. But Robert Sala and the young players for the Jets, that game's important because that young core of players is extremely important for the jets franchise for the future and it's not too long ago what four months ago where we were talking about the 2022 new york jets from their gm joe douglas is truly having one of the best drafts of all time and i know those statements are very clickbaity and it's like oh they had the best draft of all time guys how many tackles and catches do they have so far and they haven't played yet but when you talk about evaluations and trades and picks and everything else the Jets got that type of compliment post draft this year. So those young guys, that's super important. I totally get your point about the Bills, though. Like that's the difference between a Super Bowl team, a conference champion, and a division leader is if injuries happen, special teams players. How do you make a roster? The that comp. That's all good. I I guess we both left off the Giants.
0: Neither one of us. I, I don't know. Well, if I, a, I said the Giants. I think because of because of Daniel Jones. Right. Like for them. For me, it's the Bills. But for the Giants, I just I think. I've heard people talk about uh, Tyrod Taylor playing like starting for the Giants, and I'm just like, it makes no sense. Like, it makes no sense to me because what do you get? Like, okay, so so Tyrod Taylor starts and instead of instead of winning five to six games, you win eight to nine. Okay, so now you have a shittier draft pick to get your new quarterback. Where if Daniel Jones plays and somehow figures it out. I don't need a quarterback right away. I keep Daniel Jones. I give him a decent amount of money, and I'm done. Or, or I lose so many games. I have a great draft pick, and I get his replacement. So, like, I the, there's a lot of people out there who who are delusional enough to think that Tyler Taylor makes you a playoff team as the Giants. Uh, you're not. You're not. The, the only the only thing that really really matters this year is deciding whether or not you're going to pay Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley. All those good. That's the only thing that matters for the Giants this year. So let them go out there. Let them run. Let them play. And then make your real decisions with crappy draft picks or, hey, we're pretty good. Let's add a couple pieces. And then also, Kenny Galladay, get get off your ass. Do something.
1: Yes. What a terrible scene. Darius, Tony, the same way. Those guys stunk last year. No joke physically they're really good and we're going to find out maybe as soon as September, if it's Daniel Jones is the reason why they're not getting the football and they're struggling or it's those receivers. That's going to be probably answered very quick. Back to the Taylor thing. Uh, yeah. Giant fan just wants anything but Daniel Jones at this point. It feels like it's a whole different regime ago and everybody else, which is true. Like Gettleman's the one who drafted him. It's not their guy, uh, but I'm root for Tyrod Taylor or Tyrod Taylor, whatever you want T team mobile, whatever he wants to go by. Because it's hard for me to find a more bad luck quarterback in recent yeah. times. From the yeah. whole, like the what was it, the spleen, where like his own doctor punctured his spleen lung. Thank you, yeah. his lung, right? And he yeah. and a Herbert takes over, and he's a star. From spleen was Drew
0: Bledsoe. Thank you. All that's all right. Lewis hit him. Yeah, that's right. I'm
1: thinking about quarterbacks taking other quarterbacks' jobs with weird organs. <laughs> that's right. It gets spleens and those situations. Uh, so that happens, and then. Cleveland he gets benched for Baker on that Thursday night Buffalo got good when he left I kind of want to see something go well for this guy and see something that can really great of how good of a quarterback is Baltimore's in that mix somewhere too with Taylor so no he won't be the starter but I would like something to go his way please that's gone through a bunch here
0: yeah but again does it what does it what does it do for him like in all reality the best thing for him would be a place like San Fran so if like Trey Lance fell on his face, you jump in and you take over or or Baltimore again, because Lamar Jackson goes crazy and you jump in, and you take over like the Giants. You're a bridge. You're nothing but a bridge quarterback for the Giants where you could jump in and be, you know, the kind of guy who, you know, you could be a Nick Foles in, in certain organizations. I just don't think the Giants are one of them.
1: No, it doesn't make sense for them. And I know this guy doesn't play for a New York team anymore, but I just want to bring him up one more time. Is Nathan Peterman the greatest August quarterback ever? I don't know if you call oh, Thursday. Yeah. He's Chicago and Seattle. He looks like an unbelievable quarterback. He's great every yeah. year. We do this with Nathan Peterman. He stinks when he plays a real game. He's got to be the greatest practice quarterback ever.
0: And it's got to be a mental thing. It's got. Well, again, you're, I mean, I get it. You're probably going against twos. You know, you're not going against ones. Maybe even well, threes. Right. But, but he just is so so crisp and everything else. I, it's, I think it's mental. I think it's one of those things where it's like this game doesn't matter, and then he gets into a real game and it's like even if it's like week two against a crappy opponent, he's like, oh my god, I'm gonna lose. It's gonna be terrible. And then he gets he just gets smelt. I was Can you so mad hear my? He oh, it
1: has been terrible. Like. The the hardest part about the evaluation of Nathan Peterman, former Bills quarterback and you know Jet Raiders. fan and, and Raider quarterback, that's right, is that he is so historically awful in those games. You just wonder, yeah. like maybe he. I mean, he's good in practice. Maybe he'll, he. Has to maybe be. we're the ones.
0: Remember, Gruden loved him. Gruden yeah. was like all about him. Like I think Gruden really really thought that he could be something. Like he was gonna he was gonna like fix him, and then he would either go start somewhere else or or you know he would push Carr. But like like. <laughs> It's got, to, he's maybe he's the greatest quarterback coach ever. Maybe that's what he's going to be. I don't know, but you get a preseason game and you know that dude's jumping in. You might want to roll. a little, you bet some preseason that, that game because he's going to light it up. But it was a few, regular season. Was, no,
1: no, it was a few weekends ago where you had some construction going on at your house. Yeah. Uh, where I'm set up right now, my neighbor, my parents' neighbor, is doing some type of yard work. So I don't know if it's coming through the mic. And if it is, I'm sorry, but there's nothing it. I can do. Okay. okay I don't know.
0: <laughs> I've, lived your,
1: I've lived your life now. Oh, by the way, there's some National Arena League news, Levack. I don't think I, I, I didn't notice some stuff going on at the NAL Ooh, involved. Never in heard of that. Oh yeah. We're gonna get to them, but first we want to talk about our friends over at Lily and David Fine Jewelers, yeah, Route 50, we do. the shops of Wilton. Oh, we had a nice little mass text going between Alyssa and you and I over the past few days. So I like that. I, I don't even want to unveil what's going on in that mass text we'll keep that between alyssa you and i how about is that fair i
0: don't, I don't yeah, know if there's details of moves since then. she makes rings we need rings i mean i don't know how hard it is to figure that out <laughs> it's just a matter of if, if i can afford alyssa lillian david craftsmanship i mean she's amazing so that's the
1: well don't worry Levack. you know this and so do i they will find what works for your budget if you're looking to pop the question for her the engagement ring alyssa david and the crew will help you find what you're looking for family owned and operated business Wherever you're looking across upstate New York, we hope that you head over to Wilton, New York and stop into Lillian David Fine Jewelers. If you're making that road trip up to Saratoga, so many people make it a once a year thing to head to Saratoga. Stop over to Lillian David Fine Jewelers, engagement ring, wedding band, earring, whatever it might be. Grab something for that fiance, girlfriend, wife in your life. Lillian David Fine Jewelers can help you find it. I know from experience they can do the same for you. Sister's getting married next week. Hopefully Rob Knows what's good for him. I soon to be brother-in-law. And he goes to Lillian David Fine Jewelers for more to come. Lillian David Fine Jewelers. need you stop in. Tell me you heard about Gaza's story. Tell me you heard about Levac looking for Albany Empire rings and more. Right there. Route 50 of the shops of Wilton. <coughs> Corey says hi. Just
0: so you guys know. Hi, guys.
1: Corey had not left me a message for a while. Then he randomly said, can I get in your fantasy football league? Or you guys should do a fantasy football league. I see your play there, Corey. We have a fantasy football event coming up. And I'll let you be the Kuiper. Where you create everybody's team. The league is already set though, Corey. And unfortunately, you did not make the Godzilla Media League this year.
0: How when is the Corey from Greenwich podcast joining Godzilla Media? When is that happening?
1: He knows the number. Corey knows how to contact me. If you ever want to do a podcast, I feel like it would just be like one continuous thought, though. They're like, you know, there wouldn't be topics, there would just be
0: Corey <laughs> if you on the tractor with Corey. Hey, right, Gary Mabel and the other cows, Who, uh, Tom, who who's your favorite quarterback of these 75? Mm. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Matthew Stafford's underrated. Selfishly, I'm thinking about
1: Corey calling Mel Kuyper. and be like, Mel, I just want to let you know I got a new podcast through Godzilla Media that you can listen to now. Corey on the farm, Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Like, that's how you do it. That's the promotion I need, Corey, for Godzilla you calling Jody McDonald, Mel Kiper,
0: <laughs> radio stations? Me. People listen to anyone that's besides right. me. That's fine. All right, what do you want to know? What's how, what you, what's your so problem?
1: there's some moves involving coaches already. The, the, the season is yeah. barely—it's not even
0: a week well, done. Well, like, I mean that's typical for football, though. You know, Black Monday and all that stuff. Um, yeah, Jacksonville fired their coach, and Orlando fired their coach, and. You know, on and on and on, and then and then the the dude in Columbus decided that he was going to go join his hated rival. You know, all the fun stuff that you, you love to see, and and it's been fun watching all that burn up the back pages of the uh, of the NAL. So, Coach Gibson goes from
1: Columbus to Jacksonville. Jacksonville yeah. made a change. They're like, we want to bring this guy over, and it was fast and it happened. So, hey, the Sharks are being competitive. They. Dare I say, it's, uh, blood in the water? Like ah, I, I see what you did, they there. did there. Well, it's so they it's,
0: want- it's intriguing though because like that's always been, you know, Coach Gibson has always been known as one of the hardest working guys in the league. Um, the The Lions have been like the Buffalo Bills of the National Arena League. Three championship games, lost all three. Um, oh and five against us, and then I, if I read it correctly, like he's only won like once in Jacksonville. So now he's going to go there. Um, they have, you know, they have they've won two championships, one against him with Columbus. So I would imagine the scenario is whatever he didn't think he was getting from the Lions, he's going to get from Jacksonville, the Sharks, and now he's going to win a title in his in his mind. But seeing and talking to the people of Columbus and and like because you know everybody chats now, like all the teams talk in the offseason. They, they feel pretty betrayed. They didn't see this coming. So it's going to be... That was already a hated rivalry. Like, those guys are so close to each other. Like, like if you're the Lions, you want to beat the Sharks every year. If you're the Sharks, you want to make sure you beat the Lions every year. Like, the, the Lions fans really hate the Sharks right now. Go look at some of the chat pages, man. It's bad.
1: It feels the reason why the hate is there. This has nothing to do with. I'm sure people you've worked with because it's a different organization, or maybe it does. That's why I like this question. Uh, How it was presented on social media seemed as if he was retiring. It seemed as if, hey, he's stepping away from the franchise. We we kind of all knew. Okay. Because from an outside perspective, from a fan perspective, I feel like that may have fueled some of the hate for this move because it felt like Coach was just leaving the organization because it was so fast after the season. And then when you see him jump to Jacksonville, it's like, what the... Yeah. Weird comparison, but it's like Ric Flair. Like Ric Flair's retiring. Oh, it's no, a heel he's move. not. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a definitely, a it's, definitely, it's definitely a yeah. heel move.
0: Um, even when the announcement happened yesterday, if you watch the comments on the Sharks' Facebook page, there was a lot of hate going his way. A lot of hate going his way. So you know, and, and I'm sure he, you know, he's a smart guy. i've Talked to him a bunch of times. Again, we we played them in the championship game last year. He was our guest here this season in the championship game, and I had a chance to talk to him. I've always gotten along with him. You know, so I, if you're gonna make that kind of move. There's a reason behind it. And I think he thinks this is this is where he's going to get his ring, is what I think he thinks. But, I mean, you got to get through Albany. You haven't done that yet. Jacksonville's only beat us once. And then, you know, that was an interesting game. It's weird. But, like, there's a lot more to it than just jumping to your rival. You're a pretty hated dude now. You're, you're a pretty hated dude.
1: See our guy Christian did that's a really good yeah. nice play there. I think the Lions need new gear. What that is as smooth as it gets right there. That is very well done. I want to applaud in my own mic there. Very nice job by Christian slipping that in for Ken, Kendall Roy Elevation 10K. Kendall yeah. Roy, very good, smooth right there.
0: Well, because right now, so Elevation 10K started with us, and then I introduced into Orlando. Now they do the Orlando team store. They do the Jacksonville team store. I think they're talking to. Uh, Somebody else as well. Columbus is one of the only ones they don't have yet. So when I talk to the Columbus ownership again, I'll 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 remind them you're out there, okay, Christian. But I better get like some free gear for that. I mean, these finder's fees—they're starting to rack up. I'm just saying,
1: it's really possible they could switch up the logo. A lot of organizations and franchises, when they go through a change
0: logo, he said gear. The logo is pretty solid.
1: Now get the new logo to get more gear. So it's an old apparel move. Gazi Bear remembers Victory Promotions. Yeah. uh so now Columbus and Fayetteville are the only two openings
0: yeah uh Fayetteville has their coach okay that's um they're bringing uh, their coach in okay I believe West West Texas Texas and I believe West Texas and Fayetteville Fayetteville are both bringing their own coaches with them gotcha okay I mean you know West Texas the Warbirds they're 18 and out they've never lost since they've been created so I would imagine you keep everything going the way it's going until you play us and we beat your ass but um no it's uh yeah, so right right now, yeah, Columbus Columbus is the big opening. And we'll see who gets that job.
1: Love it. Good stuff. Positive stuff coming from the National Arena League. Uh I can't say as much about positive things about your New York Yankees. Ugh. Ugh.
0: I Yeah, I'm not really um I just I saw today they are the first team in the history of baseball to go over 700 in their first 60 games and then under 500 in the next 60 games. Ugh. Yeah, they just it's there's something wrong. I think, you know, the, obviously the injuries to the pitching staff is definitely a problem. Um I saw Kendall Roy say that it's uh they need Giancarlo Carlos Stanton back. Um which is true. I mean, they there's a lot there's a lot of stuff missing. It's not full panic time yet, but it's definitely like let's do something because there's it's just you're playing so uninspired he was shut out five times in august that lineup was was just blasting home runs out of the park and everything else now you get shut out five times in one month and the month isn't even over yet you know it might be more so there's definitely there's definitely something needs to be done and it needs to be done like right now i don't know if it's one of those players only meetings that we hear about or um if boone has to have a savages in the box moment or if the you know the trolls have to start coming out and threatening to fire uh, Cashman again, whatever it is, something has to happen to wake these boys up because they are playing like trash.
1: Heading into the weekend, they only had two wins in August by a starting pitcher, and they had not had a winning streak since July thirtieth. That's that's insane for about a month and a half, you know a half plus month gone through August, getting closer to the playoffs. I just
0: look it up and I'm seeing the quote from Boone: "We need to start playing better." Oh, whoo. Oh, All right, he figured it out, guys. It's okay. Yeah, Everything's... Hey, hey, guys, Boone figured it out. Oh, yeah, the Yankee problem? No, oh, no, it's okay. He just said they need to start playing better. Oh, everybody's relieved. Everybody over there is relieved. Okay. I mean, the, cur- the, cur- the curse
1: of Joey Gallo is a lot more fun. Like, I've seen every day yeah. that's turning into stranger things with the elements of the graphic work that's going into these designs. I want to go back to what Christian brought up, though, because it is the most... Intriguing part of it for the legacy of Stanton in New York since the moment, legit, since he made his debut for the Yankees, and these Yankee fans who did this were fools when they were booing him in his first game where he struggled. Right. They wanted to boom. I hope because Stanton's been good, maybe not as good enough as a Yankee fan feels like he should be, but good, that when he returns and they start to win, that's the ultimate moment of like, all right, we appreciate you. Thank you, man. <laughs> like, they, like, and whatever that. October is going to define him, like it does for every Yankee player. That's just what it is. That's what you sign up for. But I hope instead he comes back and they're like, "Oh yeah, we missed you, man. Like, yeah. thank you. We needed no. you out here. Just the whole lineup's better with you out there." How they he's come back and do one for
0: three, and everybody's like, "What a piece of shit? Like, it stinks." Like he he's always gotten a raw rap. He's always he's always been the the guy who like. My favorite is why would they give him that contract? They they didn't. They were given a you can't say no trade from Jeter. That contract was already in place. So it's like always one of those ones where it's like, and then, oh yeah, but that's still a lot of money. Okay. You know, a lot of things are a lot of money. Like a heart transplant probably isn't cheap. If somebody offers you a heart and you need one, you'll get it. Like that's like whatever. Um, just he he he's always gotten a bum rap. It's nice to hear people start saying nice things about him. I'll be shocked if they keep if if they continue to. I really, really will. No. Wait, wait. You're gonna be shocked if they ever keep saying nice things about him? Yeah, no, because they just don't. There's just something about him that the fan base doesn't like. He has gone out of his way to not even say anything this year. When's the last time you saw a quote from Giancarlo Stanton? What is like I can't recall. You can't tell me they're not talking to him with the way he was playing. You know, let's let's blame Alex
1: Rodriguez because the back and forth, it's a Jeter Aaron thing that has not left New York, the two star. Wait, I'll we go gotta go even that. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's go even further back because you and I had this conversation when the day to happen. You called yeah. this from the moment Stanton showed up that the New York yeah. media was going to make this Jeter versus A Rod. I'm like, oh, I, I, don't I know, told you they were going to make it. I
0: told you they were going to make it Mantle versus Maris. Yes, yeah. You know, but Jeter A Rod's another good one. But like Mantle Maris, where it's like the in '61 when Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle are going for Babe '61 home runs, they're gonna they're gonna hit them every. People are rooting against. Maris, he's he's in pinstripes, but oh, he's a free agent. Mickey's our guy; it's got to be Mickey. They're sending death threats to a guy who's helping you win baseball games, and he's going to hit home runs in pinstripes. So, like, Yankee fans are not normal. There's a there's some there's some crossed wires. Back then, it was worse. You would think, and then since Stan got here, Stan had a bad game; he was a steaming pile of crap. Stan had a good game. You hear like, Grimm, like oh, "I guess he's okay," you know. And I love Judge. I love the way he's been playing. But Stanton's just as good, to be perfectly honest with you. They don't want to play the outfield. He could. Yeah,
1: that's right.
0: He doesn't have Judge's arm, though. Judge's arm is amazing.
1: Could a prospect call-up have the impact that we saw in past Yankee seasons from guys like, you know, Judge and Sanchez and others when they were minor leaguers? Frazier, too. Frazier should be mentioned there. Can can it happen again? A a prospect helps?
0: The right guy. I mean, I just, like, I'd have to... The worst thing is you can't even just look at talent, right? You can't just go like, "Well, um, you know, Esteban Florial is finally figured it out," or "This one's doing that," or "This one," or Jason Dominguez is, is, is at twenty years old. He's ready physically. He's ready because it's, it's more than physical. Like you've got to be able to bring in like that that lightened lighten sense of of fun too, because that's what these guys were doing. You look at the way these guys came in. Like like Cliff Fraser was such a doofus. That people like you could be you could be calm because you knew the media was going to attack him every day, like you know, like other guys, just different things. I
1: don't know. No, it's it's the, the blanket statement of a prospect by me is hard because, like, what is it? Is it a pitcher? Is it a closer? Is it an outfielder? Is it LaCastro's? I know is not a prospect anymore because he's older. But hey, a speedster on the base pass that sparks something. It's a wide topic, and those guys, Sanchez and Judge, were home run hitters. You could turn it into a summer game and those guys are blasting home runs. It's like, okay, that's the difference maker we're looking for. And sometimes it's about attitude. Hey, this young guy is just fun to be around and he's getting us out of the slums and we're right. not so hyper-focused on struggling right now. We're just, Oswaldo Cabrera, I know, came up and there's been a nice story about him getting his uh, major league home run and first hit and his family's there. So that's been fun, but it hasn't turned into results when Vlad Guerrero Jr. smashing the ball 500 feet. It'd be a nice combination of, Good defense, good pitching, and the young prospect that just hasn't happened yet at this point for the Yankees to turn around the glimmer of hope that is still there. And this is a Yankee fan talking to you like this is still good. The lead is still massive in the AL East. Yeah, it's huge. You're okay.
0: Um, well, Christian, Christian brings some good points. Kendall Roy brings some good, good points. Without without Stanton there, there's no protection for Judge. Um, the guys that you move up in the lineup without him there have not produced. and Torres, Hicks. Dallas had a little window where he was playing pretty well. I keep waiting for that to pop back open. And then you mentioned how you trade a starting pitcher. I, I gotta be honest with you. I think at this moment, I think it's a spark plug thing. I think it's, I think there is, there's still plenty of talent. All those guys can hit. All those guys can pitch. They're just, they're just not getting it done right now. I think we need a savages in the box moment. I think this is where you would have seen, you know, even Tori Joe Torrey would have got kicked out of a game. He would have went out and argued until he got kicked out of a game. Like, you Boone needs to i don't know like if somebody wrote savages in the box they need to write a new a new a new scene because we need a savage and we need him to go out and be like my guys are it's savages in that way and like because then you watch that bench everybody's like it was like those meerkat videos where like everybody like, like everybody went up right <laughs> like what the hell <laughs> like and then they started playing better baseball
1: Boone wanted it earlier this week yeah there was a play with anthony rizzo early in the game where Rizzo gets hit by a pitch, and the umpire tells him to come back because he leaned into it, and Boone just blew a gasket, and he's like, you can't – he got a hit. He got hit by a pitch. You can't right. – so you can just see Boone, like – and it was great because it's coming. really some Yankee fans are like, tonight's the night Boone gets thrown out. And The first inning, he goes out and starts to an argue to call, like, oh, he wants to get tossed so bad. He, he wants that, that savage moment he, right he now. He needs that yep.
0: quote. Mm-hmm. Um, what the hell was going on with San Diego's uniforms? Ugh, what gracious. is that all about? I, didn't, I honestly don't know. I was busy doing other stuff. I just looked up and I saw San Diego looks like the 80s threw up on their uniforms. They're like neon and, pink sleeves. and.
1: They've got Soto and the suspended Fernando Tatis Jr. now. They're
0: just trying. Here, San Diego is. Have you seen their uniforms? Yeah, they're terrible. The, they're the awful. The pink and the white and the, and the green. And, didn't
1: they have a brown one they used to use? The brown one was just as bad earlier this season, no, too. This is
0: like you got to. Let's see if I can pull it up. I don't think I maybe you haven't seen this yet either. It is, maybe,
1: I, maybe I saw the wrong one. I thought it was a brown one. Then they were no, using. no, no, no. This oh, is okay.
0: this is, uh, but,
1: and while you're looking that up, Fernando Tatis Jr., by the way, the rumor out there is that he had ringworm and that's why he got the eating game suspension. Nobody's buying that, Fernando Tatis, <laughs> with Google. And there's also rumors that Tatis had shoulder issues that was keeping him off the field. And they kept telling him, like, hey, you got to chill, man, like, you got to go to PT, you got to get surgery. And he's like, no, nah, just go to the cage. What? So for our audio audience, it feels like those old Miami Vice City jerseys. It also feels like a bunch of like, oh man, gummy bears were gummy no, bears, know what it looks I, like,
0: like in all huh. sincerity, it looks like a taco truck. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like a taco truck. <laughs> That's yeah, it's it terrible. That's terrible i don't know what they're going on san diego I know, we're like, leadership oh, we, remember those burger king uniforms we had let's do something more hideous sorry <laughs> i saw that was like what the hell i didn't know if it was a whole thing i just didn't know about it
1: no oh. it's 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 very strange uh by the way you and i have an interesting layout next week so we got a lot more show coming up here we got ufc talk coming we've got some college football a bunch of that stuff but and the day of course but you and I have our two football shows coming out next week and Mohawk Chevy and La Medio. We're going to be live on Thursday. Some details of how we're going to be supporting them still being determined, but we're really excited on Thursday, August 25th from Mohawk Chevy in Malta. It is the mobile tour stop where if you are a fan of Corvettes, the 2023 Corvette is making its debut. We've been hearing some awesome hype about this live music, food, beverage trucks, cookies, coca dots awesome stuff a big event's coming up on thursday this upcoming thursday from mohawk chevy uh where they always go out of their way to please you we love the we love our family over at honda and chevy but i see you're upset about this well
0: because i'm like my vacation is scheduled for a long time now and i'll be in tampa for that my birthday is the day after that um going to visit family haven't seen them in a long time And now they do a full Corvette event with like live music and everything. Bullshit. mad. I was wondering why Andy Gelcher was texting me the other day. He's like, Hey, how's everything going? That's why he wanted
1: us there. Third. And look, we both wanted to be there. Just didn't work out. We're bums. I got the wedding rehearsal dinner that day. You're in Florida that day. I suggest, although it's going to be a great event Thursday, they do a second event just for you and I, and we can drive the Corvette.
0: Uh, You can drive the Corvette. I don't want to do that. That's too scary for me. Terrible idea for you. I don't know if my fat ass can get in and out of one. If I can, I will. Um, No, I just I want to be there. I want to be there for my people. I want to be there for the Corvette. But uh, it's a hell of a commute, so I'm not going to do it.
1: I was just thinking about this now, of how cool people look coming out of a Corvette and how uncool you and I would be coming out of a Corvette.
0: I look like uh, Winnie the Pooh when he got stuck in the wall, like Piglet trying to push me out. Freaking ladder me up. Yeah, tipping over, <laughs> cover me with armor all, try to squeeze me out of the damn thing. Be great,
1: be great. This be great. this time next week, football will be on. In two weeks, we'll have even more football. It is week zero, LeVac. College football is coming back. Hawaii and Vanderbilt, New Mexico State's kicking off. I like week zero, even though you yeah. sniffed out the real concept of week zero immediately, and a lot of people never figured it out. I do still
0: like week zero college football uh
1: you know for those who have never heard that before there you go explain that to them what you sniffed out about week well it wasn't coke meals. zero but
0: i happened to be drinking a pepsi a zero pepsi pepsi zero there uh yeah it well it's it's good marketing oh let's do a week before the week oh yeah what do we call it well we need we got all this money coming in from coca-cola coke zero week Zero. Oh, and then and then we'll have deshaun watson play his first game after you know going rubbing tugs against his old team <laughs>
1: You can't fool us, you marketing companies. Although yeah. I'll be locked in for college football next oh, yeah. week. The vet, the I'm vet having vet one back.
0: call, whatever you want to call it.
1: Yeah. You know what
0: I mean? Call it the live tour week one. I don't freaking care. Like I'm, it's, it's football. It's back. I'm in. Like my indoor football is 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 done on that level. Now it's all meetings and and planning and strategizing. It's time for outdoor football, baby.
1: Is it weird that you and I don't care as much about the biggest headlines of college football of the past few months, which is conference realignment and now these TV deals? I feel like once there's games, fans like us just enjoy it, but that stuff is just kind of – yeah, it's it's headline grabbing. but once it's actually Michigan versus Ohio State or games on the field, fans don't care about that as much as it seems experts and analysts and writers care about those types of topics.
0: As long as I can see it, it doesn't really – like. When they when they first started putting um you know the TV the the Yankee games on prime and it took me a second to figure out how to freaking watch them that pissed me off but like once I as long as I'm a lot as long as I have the ability to watch them I'm good like good put them more make your money put them where the hell you want them I don't care I just want as long as I can see them without paying a bunch of extra money I'm in let's go
1: The thing with the college football deals, the reason they're so big, just to explain it, I feel like it's more obvious to fans than they realize. It's huge, like bigger markets like spread across. Like, yes, you have huge cities in the NFL, of course. But I'm talking about down in the SEC and the Big Ten and the ACC. It's just more spread out and it's more content. So you have more teams because there's 130 FCS teams, FBS teams, I should say, FBS. And there's 32 NFL teams. So you got more content. You've got more overall regions, and you've got a really, really passionate fan base wherever you go to find those teams. So that's why they're doing it. And it's live programming, right? We're in 2022. If you're a cable company and you're dying to survive, which I know that's an oxymoron, but you got to find ways to make money, and this is how you do it. you got to get this live programming out there. So all that stuff makes sense as to why they're throwing a ton of money at these guys, because if it's not this, then
0: what is it? How else I, changed you my mind, I don't want anything on apple plus that's annoying you Apple's don't like got apple plus of, it's got of my freaking money i'm not paying for apple bro. i got a phone i got a freaking ipad i'm dumping
1: te- i'm dump. i like ted lasso but i'm dumping netflix too although the tail documentary is awesome well,
0: isn't isn't ted lasso on apple plus yeah i gotta keep that around or yeah. my sister does in- or my sister-in-law does right well that's what you gotta do like you gotta have one i gotta have the other like you gotta have like a, a group of like four who like each has a different, like, I'll pay for this, you pay for that, you pay for this, and we all just share. That's the way to do it.
1: Albany football has Baylor in their first game. Syracuse has Louisville. Union's got a three-time All-American. RPI got to the Elite Eight. So it should be a really good year for New York football, too, from all the areas from FBS to D3. So Albany baylor
0: is going to be a, an interesting game very, very early. I... I hope it's one of those ones like they did against Pitt, where they were in it for the first three quarters, and because Baylor's historically speaking, kind of school is going to put a lot of points up on that team they paid to come in and, and play. So I'm, I'm really, I'm really, really pulling for our guys.
1: Great things, defensive backs better be ready because they're going deep ball streaks. They're going to yeah. just gun that thing around. Get your cardio ready. As for the Syracuse-Louisville game, if there is one college football game, I'm very happy this season that New York doesn't have New York legal wagers on college games. this one because this one stinks out loud. (laughs) Louisville has killed Syracuse. I washed away the Lamar Jackson years now. I finally figured out. Then the Malik Cunningham, they just killed Syracuse for like eight years (laughs) in the Orange are a three-point underdog at home. That should be like a nine-point line. Something's fishy. Dino Babers.
0: Then take you. Mr. Cover. Yeah, if they should be down nine, they only only have three. They're begging to take Louisville. You Got to take Hughes.
1: I like that. Go Orange! I'll be at the game.
0: <laughs>
1: USC two seventy eight tonight, Levac. I like this card. I'm not sure if you saw some of the veterans on here. We got some. We got some fighters. Luke Rockhold, Aldo, our guy Usman. He's still our guy, right?
0: I'm uh, I'm over him. What? Uh, what I I, I, You know, I just don't. I just eh, he's. He, the guys who are like cocky and arrogant, but are entertaining about it, you know, your your Jorge Mazzadal's, your Conor McGregor's. Like, I can even McGregor kind of it wears on me a little bit over time. Um, I can take there's just something about the way, like, he's obviously faking it and it's just annoying. I don't like it. It's not fun, it's neither fun nor funny. Um, so I'm not, you know, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not the Uzman fan I, I once was anymore.
1: So there's less charisma and more phoniness. You feel like he's yeah, acting. He's like, just, oh, I'm, just I'm acting Kobe like an ambleton.
0: Yeah. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm probably gonna root for Edwards tonight. Ooh. I don't even know what the I don't even know what the, the numbers are. He's gotta what? be a
1: big. He's gotta be a big underdog in this too. Usman hasn't lost in a long time. You can make a really Isn't good case Costa that to always
0: hurt. By the way, always hurt. Yeah,
1: always hurt. You can make a really strong case that Usman's the best pound for pound fighter in the UFC right now male or female i know nunez lost recently yeah I, I do like his hat i wish he'd send it back to me but for a bounty might be the best now with guys coming in and out he's so good and maybe that's the frustration here with Usman Everest because plus
0: 280 let's go
1: plus 280
0: yeah
1: in a rematch fight yeah oh man that is a nice number this
0: 360.
1: That's not as nice, although that's a little <laughs> lower than I thought. I thought he'd probably be closer to three four hundred.
0: Rockhold's plus
1: three ten. Here's the thing with uh, I'll, I'll say one more thing about Usman and I go to Rockhold. But yeah, until I see somebody beat him, like dominate him, I I don't know if I would touch Edwards on that. But yeah. that is a really tasty line they gave. Uh, the Rockhold thing. This goes back in Rockhold and Aldo are on the same card. Remember back to the McGregor Aldo card. It was Weidman versus Rockhold. And Rockhold just beat the piss out of Chris Weidman. Remember that he just laying like <laughs> yep, face yep. down inside the octagon, and it was one of those fights. I'm like, somebody's got to stop this. I know Weidman's like, <laughs> showing signs of life, but Rockhold, this that dude's got a rock as a head. So that's the reason I would not pick against Luke Rockhold. Is because that dude just eats punches.
0: That's the problem with fights too, though. Is like there's really like there's no way to do a spread. Like you can do rounds, like when you think it's going to end, but like you know. Like you said, with Syracuse, oh, I'm getting three points. I, I don't need to win. I see, the, I see the lose less. Like with fights, it's win, win or lose, baby. Here we go.
1: For this type of card, UFC 278, I'll get a hot take for you on a Saturday in the summer. This has the potential to be a top, I said top five earlier in the week, top three card of the year for the Ooh. UFC. Because here's why it's... Coming off here's, a great one, too, by the way. I that. know. Here's why I like cards like this, though. When you have the mix of familiar names... Usman, Rockhold, Aldo. It gives the people who might be casually tuning in an opportunity like, oh, I know those guys. And then you watch the undercard and someone makes a name for themselves. Because that's the cool part about it where it's like, okay, I'm buying the pay-per-view or I'm watching the pay-per-view because I've watched these guys in the past. All right. Who's going to steal the show on the bottom? There are some cards that are just prospect filled where it's kind of like bracket busters. They do that in college basketball. Like, okay, unless you're really into it, it might not be that big of an audience, then you could have cards that are old school guys filled, and it's like, okay, there's a reason they're old. This isn't as good as it used to be. This is the perfect <laughs> mix of prospects have a chance plus old school names on a card like
0: this. Yeah, I, I I think that that's that's what sucks right now for me about the UFC. I used to know so many of these young up and comers because of the Tough Enough series. Like I loved watching that. <clears throat> I've tried watching it this this year and the year before, and it's just I'm just not as into it. I'm just not. I don't know if it's a lack of time, if my preferences change, and so they don't present it the same way. But like that was when you knew, like you could watch, like like if you watched tough enough, you knew Forrest Griffin was going to make noise.
1: You ultimate know, knew, Fighter,
0: Ultimate Fighter, yeah, well, tough. That's the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, tough enough, same thing. When I knew wrestling? what you meant. Yeah, same thing. Well, they call it tough now, so that's yeah. what. Um, but nah, even the well, even tough enough. There's these people still talk about those boogers, Daniel Pewter. <laughs> Where the hell that's Daniel right, right, right. <laughs> The Kamara Locky on him. Yeah, so the prelims are the way to go. You know, if you can, if you, it's just it, you. You got to sit through some three round duds to get to those, you know, one round, one and a half round, you know, firework fights. That's the problem.
1: We gotta get the UFC back in Albany. It's been. A, I know this a fight's call. out in Utah. It's been years. We got years.
0: We got AEW coming to the MVP Arena. That's we got Impact awesome. coming to the uh the Armory. Your boy, Hannafin, reached out to me told me they were coming. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. So Maybe we, get, maybe we hang out with
1: those guys then. That's I'll nice. He's a good around.
0: dude. I might be busy. I might be somewhere else.
1: We got to find a way. This is my goal for September is to, to uh, get Jungle Boy to meet my son. He's a huge Jungle Boy fan. So Jungle <laughs> Boy Jack Perry, the late They're trying Nick to make Perry. him like a tough guy now. Yeah. I haven't showed him those videos yet. He won't understand that. <laughs> Just like that. Instead. Yeah, UFC should be good. Should be a good card. Excited for that. Shout out, by the way, to Dana White, man. As much as uh, sometimes I feel like he's also filled with nonsense. He spews smart to get this card in right before the fall starts. Right before yeah. those college yeah. football, you know, have that last we big weekend. Sneak it right in.
0: Day after rough and rowdy, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's talk
1: about rough and rowdy. I didn't think they were gonna make the show. Let's. You were fascinated by the rough and rowdy I last night for it. Barstool.
0: You know what the beauty of what Barstool does with rough and rowdy. It's fast. 21 fights. To the point where even like at one point they were slowing down a little bit, and you hear Portner go, This isn't moving as fast. It should move faster. And I'm like, Yeah, get him, ADD boy. Let's go. Um, ring girls were there was like two good looking ring girls. That's it. Fights, most of the fights are garbage, but it's just it's nonstop. It's constantly moving. I could do without Caleb Presley. I could do without him.
1: Oh, you don't like his
0: shtick? No, he's just it's just like when he's sitting there talking to the one girl's mom and he's like does you have you considered the fact that she's uh she could be disfigured forever and she's like no and he goes but like have you thought about it it's like oh god all right i get it you're serious i get it stop stop your shit stop your act three minutes of boxing she's gonna be fine and then she ends up whooping her ass spoiler alert so he's got
1: like he's got like the between two ferns thing going, but he's also an athlete, so you can't really yeah, tell. Kind he of never rigs characters, sort of. He was an athlete. He's not yeah. an athlete anymore. No, he's his Hasbulla
0: fight uh, interview was good. That very was very funny. Well no, yeah, him is rigged, and like they kept having trouble with their mics and everything, which is hysterical too. But like, you know, it's just it was there were some good fights. It was it, you know what it is? It's like um is that Wor- World Star. Like, at most of their fights, if you were drunk in a bar, you could you, those fights could happen right right across from you. And if nobody breaks them up, that's what it looks like.
1: There's a 100% total audience for that. Just like there's an audience for the yeah. Paul Brothers, just like there's an audience for uh, Triller, is what it was, Snoop Dogg yeah. and all of them. Like, there's an audience for all this stuff, and people like Barstool are smart enough to take advantage of it and make some money off of it. Now, uh, the thing with Barstool, though, look, I want Barstool to be successful. I want, like... Tr- yeah. I'm even, this is, I must be in a good mood on a Saturday. I want media companies to be successful because if they're successful and that's where you're finding content, it's better for us. Trust me, when some of this stuff sucks, uh, it's not good for the business. I know that's an well, interesting answer, but I think you know what I mean by that. When yeah. more people are consuming it, it's better for our field, which is not well, always good. And case. That's,
0: I mean, that's why, you know, to a different level, like the NAL, the National Arena League, like if any other team calls me and asks me for help, I help them because. We are better if we're all good. You know, like, obviously, I always want to be – I want to be the best. I want my team to bring home the rings. I want my team to win it all. But I want all those other teams, you know, to eat. Because if they do, the league gets bigger, the league gets stronger, the league gets better. I think that there's there's something to the business model of Barstool that could be applied to the National Arena League, like stool scenes, stuff like that, all the things they do. Like, there should be – we should know people on every team. Like every team should have, for lack of a better term, a character, whether it's a player, a front office, a you know equipment manager, whatever it is that we all know. It's like, oh, here come here, here comes uh, here comes the Columbus Lions. It's, they got that they got that wacky media guy. He's funny. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, there's just something to that to the way their business model works, where you have your content, so you have your game. Then you have your content that circles your content. What happens in the office, the inner workings, the this, that, and the other thing. How how they all come together. And I think I think that's something that, that could work. And it could work at Godzilla too, except for the rest of the shows are crap. There's like us, bros and bourbon, uh the Coaches show. Yeah. Uh,
1: I laughed at that because I thought you're gonna finish it off with hard knocks. I'm like, oh, he's talking about hard knocks. Like hard knocks was two to- degree, two yeah, degree. Yeah, but and then you finished it off with the I'm Like no,
0: well, <laughs> well, I actually, you know, I was, I was talking to, um, I was talking to Armin last night, our good friend Ar- Armin Williams, because he had noticed Andrew Williams, our other good friend, got promoted, got that big job, and um, I had said, I told him kind of what I was thinking, and he goes, oh, so like, so yes, like I go, no, imagine hard knocks without the NFL regulations. <laughs> Yeah,
1: It's like, oh! That's pretty cool. Uh, real. The reason I brought up Barstool, though, and it kind of goes to what you're talking about, those changes and how people are doing media. The report's out there that Barstool just got sold. That Penn National Gaming has bought 100% of Barstool, Mm. and they're going to own the company. Now, I bring that up because there's a few ways you can look at that. That's either a great thing that people who want to be content creators and do this stuff, that it works, and like you said, hey, people responded to that, and he cashed out. Or... Uh, There's a recession potentially on the way and people like him and Clay Travis and Levitard are just like, I'm getting out before it gets worse. I'm just going to go Bill Simmons, right? For uh, Spotify. Maybe it's just the the timeline is convenient and sports legal wagering has also benefited some of these content creators, but I wonder about the future of Barstool like anybody else should have. Hey, once it gets sold, will it be the same thing? Six months, a year from now, is that good for the medium? Those are all questions. I think if they're smart, it
0: will be because if you think about it, why would I give you money to promote my brand if I have the best promotion wing going? Like, like people are so loyal to Barstool, like uh, Piggyback, uh, the Pig Whistle or whatever. It's It was the cheaper version of the really expensive um, bourbon out there. And I guarantee because that sponsored Rough and Rowdy, people are buying it today. How many high noons have you seen since they started drinking on Barstool? Yeah. So if I'm Penn Gaming, I didn't know who that Penn Gaming was before they got in with Barstool. So they're smart. They'll just, if they're smart, they'll keep Barstool moving the way it's moving and use it to promote all their brands.
1: And Portnoy will be a lot more rich.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, well, he's set for life already. You know, with well, dad's a lawyer. So he was already, he already had decent cash before it started. So good for him. You know, he got vision.
1: How about Q and A to end the day? We got a nice message from our guy Cam here. Did you see this? No. See Instacam. Cam, is allegedly at Highmark Stadium in Buffalo, and said people are already going through tables. <laughs>
0: oh, that's, that it's sounds about season. right. Wait, is this the
1: preseason? Right. Save your tables for a, a Week hey, Eight whoa. match against New England or whatever that game is.
0: You got even fans need to get need to shake the rust off. You know, preseason form, regular season form. That, no, these Bills these fans, they take this seriously, my friend. They're they're doing their job. They're getting ready. Now if the table's on fire, that's regular season. You gotta wait. Don't <laughs> light the table on table on fire yet. That's that's after.
1: There's lines to this thing. They gotta you gotta make sure. Okay, this is where we go yeah. first, and there it goes next. Right.
0: Here, here right. Proper acceleration, boom, side through the table, good to go. On fire, that's week three to six. So you don't do it before then. You don't not not before then.
1: We got a lot of fantasy football stuff that came in yesterday, more so about the league and the picks. Uh are you happy? This is a little spoiler alert for the fantasy episode. You've got, I believe, the third pick yeah. in the Godzilla Media League. Yep. Are you happy about that? Because I saw a long chain here of threads from tweets and stuff, some trash talking to more. So you like pick three. You don't have to say your pick.
0: I do. I do because um, I'm, I got to be mean, honest with you. This year in particular, I'm not 100% sold on anyone. Ooh. You know, like, so I, I like the idea of letting, you know, two other people flush the pigeons before I get a chance to, to go after mine. Um and it's and, like,
1: wait, wait, what is that phrase you just used? Flush, flush the, the pigeons. Pitch. You got, you know, you, get in, you,
0: you see the dog goes in, the pigeons flush out, and then <laughs> you take your shots. So, like, I'll let you guys go in there and, and get rid of some of the, the first two. You know, let you guys reach on Christian McCaffrey, who isn't going to be healthy, and, you know, overreach on Jonathan Taylor, who's going to, you know, Carson Wentz is is gone. So now he's going to be great. Like, and then I'll get like Derrick Henry or, or, you know, Dalvin Cook or something like that. It'll be, it's, it's perfect.
1: So the pigeons are going to a toilet or they're getting shot no, no flushed out,
0: flushed out, flushed out, like,
1: oh, like not flushed sea. down.
0: Yeah, like flushed out of the of the of the bushes.
1: I'm gonna use that expression today. Flush the pigeon.
0: <laughs> you better look it up. You better make All sure right. you say it right. <laughs> Chet, Chet
1: Davis seems like target number one because he was the number one seed last year. And now uh, our pal Dan from Hooters, uh bourbon Rosen Bourbon oh, podcast host, it. of course. He's it. calling him Cheeto Chet. He wants to we're doing this thing in week two. I'm not sure if you saw this that and a lot of I would highly recommend this because we are in a 14 team league Mm -hmm. and the NFL regular season is now extended. You play everybody once in a 14 team league, which is cool. So you don't complain. Oh, I played this guy twice. So what we're doing is you get a call out week in week two. So, because Dan finished second last year, he gets to pick anybody he wants to play in week two. Bryce won. So, Bryce gets to pick whoever he wants after the drafts over to pick his opponent for week two. I would lock in Dan versus Chet. And I think it's a fun way to talk trash and everything else. So, we're doing a call out week. I don't even remember where even. I came
0: into this league.
1: I have a feeling somebody I won might, so many. I don't yeah. even know. I have a feeling somebody will pick you though because they'll want to have you on. They're going to use that as a yeah, podcast it's gonna a plug.
0: It's going to be like it's going to be a turd. It's going to be somebody who doesn't even deserve deserve my attention. What how what were the standings from last year? Do you do you have Mandy?
1: Uh yeah. It was Bryce and Dan played in the championship. Right. Our guy Matt Woods from Hooters lost in the semis, but Woods right. is now sort of a part of Team Hooters. Yeah. And then Chet lost in the semifinals. And then I lost to Bryce. Uh, Trav from the Trav and Rigney show lost in the first round.
0: Oh, it'll be him, yeah. And there was be two that other guys. Show
1: well, there were four people who tied for eighth, and I believe it was you and four other people in points decided who the final spot was. It came down to the final week,
0: yeah. I, also I remember.
1: Also, remember, we also started the playoffs a week sooner, so there's a chance he could have made the playoffs if I started the Yeah, I'll, see, I'll get the later. listen
0: to everybody cry because I made a good trade. And the guy who I made the trade with that uh, they thought I robbed from uh, came in second in the league. Yeah, good. Yeah.
1: Spot hey. of our draft to be determined. We hopefully we'll be out live for that. Uh, Corey Greenwich. Hey, guys, guys, give me two college football teams that will be in the top five at the end of the year. And good. Can't say Bambo, Ohio State or Georgia. Corey.
0: What's not <laughs>
1: What is so stupid? What is
0: this? <laughs> <laughs> so give, me, give me two teams that'll be in the top five, but you can't say these four that you would probably say are gonna be in the top five. So give me your other top, other team that's in the top five and your are and your sixteen.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I would say for the question you asked me, Corey, I would say Clemson is still a safe pick, even though they got some real quarterback issues. I would say Clemson seems to be the pick here. And I would say Texas A&M because the SEC gets a lot of love. So if Texas A&M finished with like two losses, I'd still be not shocked if they got into the top five. So there's your answer, Corey. I'm allowed to change it. I want to put Notre Dame in there. I want to put Michigan yeah. in there. I want to put somebody else in there. But those feel right Notre now Dame, would be Clemson. Michigan. And yeah, Notre Dame is very good. Marcus Freeman. But that's yeah. that's your answer, Corey. Deal with it.
0: Yeah, I like that. I, I, I would love to say Michigan, but I never believe in Michigan until it's time to believe in Michigan. So, but whatever. All right.
1: Bronco fans are like, what are they doing from Cam? Uh, Ryan said it ain't easy being cheesy. For, for Cheeto reference. Yeah. I think, yeah.
0: Well, listen, I, I just, I can't wait to do a little fantasy football, but I feel completely under underprepared this year. I think it's a crazy year. I really, really do. I think this is one of those years where like, you know, team super conferences and in, in the pros, like the AFC West, I think it's going to change a lot of things. It's very crazy. Don't sleep on Arkansas. Don't my sleep boys, in Arkansas because you'll be with your cousin.
1: My boy Sam Pitman. Turn oh, on Arkansas. that new bugs.
0: Arkansas is not going to be a top five team, Ryan. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not going to
1: happen. All right, dude. So the next time I'll talk to you, you're going to be off to vacation. Even though we got yes. two shows coming out, tape stuff, no live shows next week. But again, going on here on YouTube, Apple, Spotify. If you love the NFL, we got NFL preview, bets, picks, Super Bowl predictions, all coming. Uh, the next time I'll talk to you. Uh, might be live like this in september yeah
0: we'll see we'll see if i'm available (laughs) all right let me give you some advice yes um uh (laughs) yeah yeah here's your advice don't call me out in fantasy football because i will beat that ass i have won more leagues in the last six years than you've been in. that's all i got to say about that he'll eat that ass beat 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 not no beat don't eat ass that's gross you get pink eye